0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, WrestleBuzz proudly brings to you the number one wrestling podcast in the world, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Good evening, everybody. It is Sunday night. It is a two man show. It's me, the professional NJ3, along with the Iron Man. And I mean, you can say it, you know, however you want it, Tommy. Bad news, Canali does not miss a show. He's always here, no matter what time of day. Tom, good evening to you, my friend. Good evening, my friend. How's it going? Not too bad. It's Sunday night. I uh, had a crazy weekend, as we always do. But you know, we had to try to get one of these out. You know, Survivor Series being last weekend, of definitely course. want to react to it. The news of wrestling in the week, um, we had to support Joseph and Nicky Noodles, or I guess the other guy we can refer to now, because he's missed more shows than I mean. <laughs> shit, I don't even know. To be honest, I don't even have a, I don't even have a, a funny comparison. It's just, it's weird at this point. <laughs> uh, I guess the next thing might be had to do is kind of like almost introduce him as like a guest role and then Maybe, we'll, yeah. remove might, the logo. It might, and who knows? We'll see what happens. Who knows? Who knows? But Hey, listen, me and you will definitely do it. We'll hold it down for the boys as we always do. Um, hey, where do you find us? Right. You can find us on Apple podcast, uh, Amazon Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts can be downloaded, you can find us there. Just search the Wrestling Journal podcast. Uh, please leave a review on any platform. It helps us out with the algorithm. It helps us be more top searches. Um, if you like what we're doing, please, you know, it's free, right? You just leave a leave a review, or even just click the five stars. You don't have to write anything. Just click five yeah, exactly, stars. It just yeah. helps us out. Don't even waste mm-hmm. your time. if you Don't even want to. But if you want to give us a little review, we definitely do appreciate it. If you have any detracting reviews. Just send, you know, send some snail mail to Joey. He loves reading. He loves reading it. Or send it to Nick. He's got a PO box in in North Babylon somewhere. So who knows? Maybe he lives at that PO box. Um. So yeah, social medias. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sorry, obviously Sunday night. Uh, Where you can find us on social media at Russell Buzz on Instagram at Russell Buzz with three Z's on Twitter at Russell Buzz on TikTok at Russell Buzz on Facebook. I'm assuming. I think we have Facebook. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Tommy. We're all. We're all oh, <laughs> what a terrible job I'm doing! What episode is this? 81? I think it's, it might be 82. Hold on. 82. See. So, Joey, know. you can name this episode? Question mark? 81 or 82? Yeah. Whatever you want to name it. Um, while Tommy confirms that for us, obviously our resident stat guy, um, we had a pretty big week in wrestling this past week, and we're going to get right into it. Yeah. 82. Right before- 82. All right. 82. Episode eighty-two of the Wrestling Journal podcast. It's been a it has been a long <laughs> week, man. I'm just I'm absolutely shot with the Thanksgiving holiday, which Tommy, by the way, how was your Thanksgiving? Very good. How was yours? It was good. A lot of food. Mm-hmm. Uh the Dallas Cowboys lost. So watching Beautiful. my wife's uncle uh <laughs> sit there and wallow in his misery, he deserves every moment of it. He's an absolute fraud. Um <laughs> And his daughter, who he turned into a Cowboys fan, you know, I'm happy to see her, you know, wallow and, and lose on on Thanksgiving. That's what you deserve on top of all the other food you ate. So good. Um Honestly, that made my Thanksgiving, man. Seeing the Cowboys yeah. lose makes me happy no matter what. That I'm was a great game, that. too. That was a really good game. It was actually a good game. I got to hand it to them. But uh good for Vegas. They deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the food was good, man. I'm a, I'm a big fan of mac and cheese. That's my favorite side. Tom, I don't know what your favorite uh, side or dish is on Thanksgiving, but I'm a mac and cheese guy all the way. Yeah, you know, mashed potato stuffing, you know, all the, all the classic all, all the classic sides. I love it. I love it. Um, our sponsors, Nerd Focus. Okay. If I had a nerd today, I'd know what episode it was. If I had a nerd today, I'd be able to kind of do the show a little bit more. Um more, I guess, normal, <laughs> we'll say it right there. But nerd is that thing drink. I mean, I I do drink it all the time. I did not drink one today, I'll be completely honest, but it is absolutely delicious. Um, it's got kinka biloba, which is good for your mind, it's good for your body, it's good for your soul. Um, with today being the last day to take advantage of their Black Friday sale, it's buy one get one 50% off. Use the code BF50 at checkout. Um, That may fall off tomorrow. I don't know if they're doing a Cyber Monday deal. I'm assuming they are. I'm not too sure if it's 50% off. But if you happen to get onto it, try BF50, no matter what day it is. You never know. They could leave the code on there. But you can always use our promo code ND20 at checkout. Where do you get the link? Go to our link tree on our Instagram or any of our social medias to be able to use that link tree because using that link tree and using that specific link helps us out directly. Use the code ND20, Use try to code BF50, buy two or more, get free shipping. It is it is what you need to do. Drink nerd with us. And paper champion, Tommy, I'm back on top, baby. I, saw, yeah, I am it, back on back. top. Yep. I am so happy about this because that one week that I was not in the top spot absolutely broke my heart. And I said to myself, what am I doing? What is going on? So, thank God I'm back on top. How are you doing? How would you do with your Survivor Series picks before we get uh, into that, Survivor Series?
1: I think I did decent, but the bonus questions, because you know what? The big four, if you get bonus questions wrong, they, they're negative points. So, that killed yeah. me. I mean, it is what it is. But, you know, I'm staying in my mid as usual. So, whatever.
0: It is what it is. You are the best mid-card champion that we got. <laughs> so, don't worry. Royal Rumble's coming around the corner, which I'm sure will be a huge time for bonus points. And you never know, Tommy. It might be time for you to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that'd be nice. (laughs) Go to WrestleMania for the title. I'll see you there. Um, (laughs) Let's get into Survivor Series. So Mm -hmm. it was definitely an interesting show. Now, um, obviously, a little sad. Tommy was supposed to come with us to Survivor Series. And unfortunately, um, I guess I I don't even want to say Mother Nature, Mad Cow Disease, someone to blame for this. Unfortunately, our very own Bad News Canale had bad news himself and actually had some <laughs> poisoning. So damn you, Olympic Diner. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was bad. Uh, it you was... feeling better, by the way? You're oh, yeah. Much, yeah. Oh, okay,
1: I, I was better probably like, I would say mid-Monday-ish. I was probably feeling a little better. But yeah, it just, oh, man. It, it kicked my ass literally and figuratively. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, definitely did not like having you there. It doesn't feel right that the whole family's there. But you know what? I do want to shout out meeting George Brooms for the first time from and obviously his podcast from the top mm-hmm. podcast. It was amazing to meet this guy. Met him Saturday night at uh, GSB in uh, Bayshore. Had, threw back a couple beers, got to know him. Guy's an absolute stud. Absolutely enjoyed our time together. Um, real quick, funny story. You know, GSB gets really busy. Great South Bay Brewery gets really busy. And they have food trucks. And you're all hanging out BSing. And then at a point in the night, food trucks go away. So we're all hanging out there. The poor guy needs to eat something. Guy's from Florida. First time up here in New York. And I'm like, no, no, no. This is unacceptable. A guy coming from New York, coming to New York is going to be our guest. And we're not going to try to feed this guy. So I go outside to the food truck. I look at the food truck. I'm like, guy, listen. I have a buddy up here from Florida. First time here. Um, I need to feed this guy. There's no <laughs> other food in this building or anywhere or any of the food trucks are gone. What can you do for me? He had a cheesesteak, one single cheesesteak ready. I said, I'll absolutely take it, I'll pay whatever price it is. He was really, he's like, wow, you're not gonna eat it yourself, I know it's for my buddy. He gave it to me for free. Oh, wow, good guy. Amazing, so obviously hooked our buddy George up with that cheesesteak, he absolutely loved it. He threw it on his social media, so appreciate that. Um, But absolutely awesome guy, had a blast with him, Tommy. If you were there, it would have been it would have been even better. Um, mm-hmm. My buddy Rob obviously came in in your place to kind of just fill that extra seat. The four of us did have a good time, but we did miss you, of course, and we kind of miss, I guess, Gallioto. I don't know, <laughs> as a jabroni. But anyway, getting to the main point. So Survivor Series, Tom. Mm-hmm. It was it was definitely a night. It mm-hmm. definitely gave us some aha moments. It, it could have left some of us a little bit. Eh, maybe yeah. it wasn't it. So, before we kind of run down a couple things, anything that stood out to you that you really liked and then what stood out to you that you didn't really like?
1: I mean, majority of the show, is that the match is really good. I mean, the Roman Big E match was awesome. I really I really enjoyed that. The men's Survivor Series um, match was pretty good. You know, I thought the right team won there. Whatever, Like, we talked about the week before with the teams. I mean, I didn't care too much for the Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, no, uh, excuse me, Survivor Series match. But, oh, I mean, obviously, you know. It is unfortunately what it is with the women's, you know, they kind of think like just push them off to the side, unfortunately. But other than that, it was a very decent show. I enjoyed myself watching it from home. I mean, like I, like you said, I wish I was there, but, you know, it wasn't meant to be, unfortunately. But, I mean, for what I saw at home, I thought the crowd was hot. I mean, it was pretty good. The reactions to things, it was pretty cool. But overall, really good show. I, I did enjoy it. I mean, it would have been better if someone would have showed up. But, you know, it is what it
0: is, unfortunately, yeah. But, yeah like i said decent show overall no and and listen i can echo the sentiment the crowd was hot for sure um being in the crowd having fantastic seats joey great did a great for a job for us and he also even hooked us up for he got us into like a little vip area too i heard yes which we were able to be literally dead on with the ramp which was really really cool so Uh, shout, shout out to joey and uh and george for that one they made it happen for me and rob which was cool but getting back to the actual show so the crowd was hot Definitely for sure, they were hot the whole time. Uh, the chants were all over the place. Um, they were excited for the show. I thought the show had a lot of, had some good points and had some ah uh, points. Yeah. The being, seeing Roman Reigns' entrance in person the way he did and how it took him like 10 minutes to come down to the ring was That's so obnoxious, it, yeah. <laughs> was so absolutely amazing at the same time. I, I loved every moment of it. Tom, it, as I'm sure, I didn't get a chance to watch it, Survivor Series again on TV. But that Biggie Roman Reigns match was the match for mm-hmm. me that night. Yeah, um, And I definitely want to pay kudos to obviously uh, Becky and Charlotte. I will in a second, yeah. but I thought the Roman Big E match was top notch. I thought they were both at the top of their game. They gave us everything. It was two big behemoths mm-hmm. giving us literally hard hitting, just amazing spots the whole time. We all predicted, you know, the tribal chief to win. We figured that would be the case and he did. But I'll tell you this, in my opinion, I don't think Big E looked bad. Um, I thought it was a great match. Mm-hmm. I would say runner-up match to, for me is definitely Becky and, and Charlotte. Becky with that um, you know, uh Scarlet Witch outfit, you know, very, hey, very, cool. very, cool. very much like that. <laughs> I had some other words for me, but I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave it there. I'll let Nick be that guy to get to give those uh, comments, <laughs> those of his persona. That match, Tom, I felt like it was it was so crazy how. I don't know if I, I don't even know today if they're still playing me. I can't tell what's real and what's a work with the it two is. of them. There were points where it was like, I don't want to use the word sloppy because it wasn't sloppy. There's was points where I felt like it was just so emotional mm-hmm. in moments where it was like, wait, is it real? Is it fake? What the hell is going on? That match was great. Um, you know, we got the traditional five-on-five men and women survivor series matches. I thought they were okay. I thought they had their moments, but I thought it was kind of like lazy booking. You know, to count out Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, an like yeah, man. Come yeah. on, dude. That, that was... didn't feel right. What the hell they did with the women's first of all, that night was hot. It was a long night. To have the women be on right before the main event was like very tiring. The crowd got a little bit like kind of anxious where they're like, All right, all right, let's get to the main event that this has been a long ass night. Yeah. But Sasha Banks getting pulled out of the match by three of her own girls. Yeah, it, it just weird it didn't feel like they sh- allowed them to showcase each other in like this five on five match. Um, the Nakamura priest match didn't give you anything. There was no lead up yeah. to it. And to yeah. be honest, the crowd was almost split on it. Cause like, what do we do? Yeah. Um, You know, the RKO RK bro and Uso's match was fantastic. The crowd loved it. And, and almost winning the battle Royal made a lot of sense, but there was just, it didn't feel important. So for me, yeah. if I had to give it like a number grade from one to five, I'd probably give it about a 3.25. Just because yeah. there was, you know, the big names were out. You know, seeing a match, seeing a card with Big E and Roman Reigns headlining, seeing a, seeing an opening match of Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair and other big names was just huge. But I felt like they just didn't pay a lot of attention to everything else. And I kind of got, I felt like they got a little bit lazy around the uh, the men and women Survivor Series matches. But again, that's me. You know, that's how I took it being live in the audience. So I don't know about you, Tommy. If uh, you felt any different.
1: Now, that seems about the rate I would give with. Like you said, nothing like really crazy happened, but I just think with the quality of match we got from Roman, Biggie, Charlotte, and Becky was just yeah, I thought it was just great for for the show overall and everything. And the the RK RK Bro and Usos just there too. So I mean, definitely, I think if they didn't have those kind of matches, I think the show would have been shit personally. That's what I think. But thank God those matches saved the show. So hopefully, you know. The, the next big, obviously the next big pay-per-view is Royal Rumble and, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But, you know, the closeout 2021, which is crazy, that's the last pay-per-view for this year because they, they took out TLC is, um, you know, good enough for, for for this crazy year that's been in
0: wrestling. <laughs> yeah, crazy year indeed. Um, but, yeah, I thought Survivor Series all in all did what it had to do, I guess, what it could do, um, especially after all these releases. You kind of felt like, I don't know, I felt like the WWE owed us something. And with all the teases of The Rock and this being the 25th uh, yeah. anniversary and the Battle Royal yeah. being 25 members, like I felt like they shouldn't have harped on it. Like literally they had a Rock video package in between every single match. Uh, yeah. Yep, yep. And it was like, wait, is he legit going to show up? And when he didn't show yes. up, it wasn't like a downer to Biggie and Roman. It was just almost like, why did you play it off like that? Why did you care so much about a golden egg from Red Notice? Like
1: what, <laughs> yeah. what was the whole point? Yeah. How was the crowd? Did they did they get pissed off? Were they boom? Like what happened? I the mean, they, they chanted for Rocky a couple
0: times, and you can tell that when we were leaving the when we were leaving this, uh, you know, the seats, the stands, that they were like it felt incomplete. You know what I mean? Like I felt like you know what, I think it's probably a good way to say, it, at least in my mm-hmm. opinion, the show felt a little incomplete. Yeah, especially so I after that build up, absolutely. You know. But I guess listen, we got what we got, and I guess you get what you get, you don't get upset. Mm-hmm. I guess if you want to say it. So um, going into raw, I feel like raw was so long ago, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, you w- listen, Tommy, we got new raw, actually, I guess technically WWE women's tag team champions. Mm-hmm. Surprising. How do you, how do you feel about Rhea and Nikki ASH dropping the titles to Queen Zelina and, uh, Carmella, the most beautiful men in WWE?
1: I mean, good for Selena and Carmella, but I mean, it was time. Uh, Rhea is a guy go on her own. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. the Don't whole. Sorry. You're damn right.
0: Absolutely. I mean- right.
1: Throwing her together with Nikki, I mean, it was okay maybe for like, you know, like a one-off or whatever type of thing, but to make them champions and figure out how long they were champions for a few months or whatever, I mean, it just kind of killed her whole, I think killed her character with everything. And so hopefully this leads to them splitting up. I'm not, I'm not saying they got to like fight or, you know, have a... Have a Let's call a feud for a little bit, but I mean, just get her away from her, let her go off to her singles run, maybe go against Becky or you know, start building up to go against her. But I just I was happy they gave it to Selena and Carmella. That time Selena got some gold, and uh, that'll be ever since she got released and came back. Obviously, she became the queen, and you know,
0: we got from that, and now she's got some gold, so good for her. No, I'm with you. I think that the two of them holding the title makes a lot more sense than mm-hmm. having Rhea and, and uh, and Nikki ASH. I think what they did getting the titles off of, I believe it was Shayna and Naya um, yeah, was so, was yeah. absolutely yeah. the right thing to do. And I'm so happy that it happened I didn't care who it was going to be at the time. So I'm happy that they did. But to be quite honest, I think, uh, you know, I just, I just hope that they just pay a little bit more attention to it. Mm-hmm. The belts are clearly a prop. We know oh, that. Yeah. We understand yeah. that. There is literally no one on the roster yeah. at all. For them to, to work with they barely can use they barely can have a singles uh women's singles title picture if you want to say but i guess i digress as taz would say um another title change on monday night data brooke the new 24 mm-hmm. 7 champion now listen i don't follow the 24 7 championship on social media so i don't know whether she's holding it as of right now this recording on sunday or not but the crowd was kind of hot for it, to be quite honest. It, it seemed like it, yeah. Sure. And the way she celebrated winning that title, it's like almost like she, she like won the pinnacle. And it's funny because I was, we were talking to George um before we went into Survivor Series, and he was saying like Dana Brooke is someone who puts in the work, but she gets nothing. And uh-huh. it was actually funny to see on Monday Night Raw that she actually won the twenty four seven title, so yeah. she finally got something. I'm um,
1: surprised because I think Vince will like that look. You know, she's a pretty attractive woman, obviously, and you know you think you know big strong he likes that kind of stuff
0: but i don't know whatever yeah no i you know what she's definitely easy on the eyes that's for sure yeah. so yeah. you would figure that he's all for that stuff and um i guess he was right he had yeah it <laughs> he was 24 7 i guess for 20, yeah he liked it for
1: that
0: so. <laughs> so let's see what she does with it i guess right um the big mystery so Raw actually had all the SmackDown all SmackDown superstars and the Raw superstars on Raw because they were still in Brooklyn that night. And the big mystery was who stole the egg from Survivor Series? It ended up being Austin Theory. Um, he wanted to take a selfie. He stole the egg. He gave it back. And Vince McMahon awarded him a title shot on Monday Night Raw against Big E. Um, to be quite honest, it's... It, that's very weird and strange to me, to be quite honest. But the match, I thought, was great. Mm-hmm. And I think that they walked into Austin Theory potentially being a big name on Raw and mm-hmm. a big name going forward for the company. Because to be quite honest, watching how they've done their releases and seeing a superstar like Austin Theory, who they've kind of... He was a part of, if you remember, obviously, he was a big part of the pandemic era, the Thunderdome era. Yes, Yes, he was. You know, he went back down to NXT. He kind of reinvented himself, being a part of the way, being, you know, a part of the the Gargano family. And his reinvention there was fantastic. Mm -hmm. He came back up to the main roster, wasn't that version of Austin Theory, was almost a little bit more the same version that he was during the pandemic, which is a couple tweaks. Mm -hmm. Um, And seeing who's been released got me concerned that, 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 uh, you know, a wrestler like that, or excuse me, a superstar yeah. like that would make it or not. But seeing a match like that, one on one to main event raw the night after Survivor Series, and listen, a loss is a loss, yeah. but he looked damn good in my uh-huh. opinion, Tom. I don't know about how you felt about it. No,
1: absolutely. I mean, you could tell, right? They got a lot of hopes pinned on this kid because I mean, what is he? Only like 24 25, and they're already throwing him in like main event, um, main event matches and stuff against the champ. I mean, like, they must have a lot, you know, they, they must see a lot of them, which is good because I always thought he, would, you know, when he was up here in the pandemic era, when they were in like the performance center, he was doing his little thing with, you know, he was with Rollins and everybody. And then, you know, obviously got sent down to NXT, which I thought was great. I mean, they were probably the best part of NXT for like the last year, you know, the whole way and the family, Indy, Candice, it was great. And then when he got drafted back up here, I'm like, all right, hopefully, you know. He continues to do what he's doing. And so far, it's been pretty good. I mean, I love, you know, he's I love his little thing, you know, taking selfies with guys. He's, you know, he's he's being in matches or like at weird times and everything. So I'm really liking his
0: character. And I hope I hope sky's the limit for him. I really do. I do, too. I think they got really lucky. I don't want to give them any credit because they literally have taken away (laughs) every potential. I guess you want to call her blue chipper, as they would kind of allude to. But I think they walked into Austin Theory because I think the guy is going to is top notch in the ring. I just think he needs to Mm -hmm. kind of continue down. Just kind of stay the course with him. Don't yes. don't overdo it. Don't yeah. try to get fancy. Don't try to get cute. Just stay the course with the guy. He just made invented Raw. He was on the Survivor Series team. Yeah, he yeah he wasn't the sole survivor. Seth Rollins was the sole survivor. But nonetheless, he was still on the team. And, and then the following second. night, he yeah, made you know, evented. Yeah. And he was yeah. second. So, yeah. you know, you need to build some stars. I think SmackDown, and we'll get to SmackDown, obviously, in a little bit. You need to continue to build some new names and new stars because these rosters are depleted. It mm-hmm. seems like that. And it seems like we get reruns and of like the same matches and shows week in and week out. So Austin theory would be a breath of fresh air. I hope you continue to, yes. you know, they continue to play to that. Um, and just really quick before we move on from Raw, well, I loved riddle with the, uh, with the, uh, his <laughs> yeah. version of, of, you know, being Randy Orton, be like yeah. me. Don't be me. Be like me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was good. That was great. Not bad, RKO. Not bad. Still needs a yes. little bit of work, but that's okay. Yeah. Right. I liked it. Um. Okay. <clears throat> AEW time, Tom. Mm-hmm. I could have watched it for two hours. <laughs> the way they opened up Dynamite this week with CM Punk in Chicago, followed by MJF coming out. They literally what they that spot literally went on for over twenty minutes from the intro to when they when they finally stopped their promo. Tom, I got to know your reaction. How did you like what? What? I, I'm speechless. Take it's, me yeah, through. I, take me through. Did you expect that? Did you believe they actually said certain things? They said they said, you know, MJF dropping King of Kings, you can't see me, guy. Yeah. Like they really went in. Yes, I they did. Them. I
1: mean, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Hundred probably the best promo in a while that AEW did. I mean, and that's surprising, it's with MJF and CM Punk, the two best on the mic. But I mean, when it was just, I mean, he mentioned his UFC career, and then I'm like, oh my, God. I mean, just the crowd, like, oh, they, you know, kind of thing. And then CM Punk gets his turn saying, you know, you're nothing but a lesser Miz. And the whole crowd, I think that's when the whole crowd just lost it. And it's just, oh, just so good. I just can't wait to see these two. I don't know when it's going to be. I hope they don't waste it on a I hope it's for a pay per view down the line somewhere. But my God, if that's what we're going to get from them all the time, sign me up. Because, 10 out of 10. Amazing. Just
0: so good. man. Can, can, yeah. Couldn't get enough of it. It was so good. It was absolutely fantastic. I could not believe, I mean, the fact that CM Punk made mention to drop Miz's name on Dynamite TV, on AEW TV, the fact that MJF said that you were second to the King of Kings, seconds mm-hmm. so that you can't see me guy, like, literally, like, they, they allowed them they probably said, you know what probably Tony Khan said is just go out there and do what you need to do. Get this exactly. moment over. Yeah. I want yeah. this moment spoken about today, tomorrow, and forever. Forever. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know absolutely. what I mean? Like that's
0: what he really yeah. wants. He wants that sound bite. And I think they both absolutely delivered. I cannot mm-hmm. wait. And I'm with you. So I think a lot of the big shows coming up. I don't know if Battle of the Belts is a pay-per-view. I think it's a pay-per-view. Um, mm-hmm. they announced that like tickets are gonna go on sale, on sale for Battle of the Belts, but I figure it's their version of like Night of Champions, mm-hmm. where all the, all the championship like, titles yeah. are defended. So I don't yeah. know if they're going to have like um, a non-title match. They may, obviously they may, but I'm with you. I hope it's, I hope their feud goes a little bit longer. Um, I like to see, you know, CM Punk wrestle Sean Spears. I think that'd be kind of cool. Right. Yeah. Nice little one-on-one it helps Sean Spears get over. Also kind of continues to feud a little bit, you know, even CM Punk Wardlow. I mean, I know Joey would. That'd be that. great. Absolutely. So, you know, so I guess we'll see, but that was, that was, oh my God, dynamite pun intended. Absolutely okay. pun intended. promo one on one right there. That's all you got. That's all you got to say, dude. So, so good. Um, Brian Danielson took on Colt Cabana and his, I guess, road show of going through the Dark Order before he gets to Adam. Hangman Page uh, kicked his tooth out, Tommy.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank
0: God they got a dentist on, on site, right? Yes, they do. Thank you. We God all know that, that. we do. We do, but the one match I wanted to pay a little bit of attention to, and in my opinion, I think was the best match of the tournament, was Thunder Rosa-Jamie Hayter mm. for the uh, a TBS championship tournament match during, I guess, their, their, uh, their bracket. I thought mm-hmm. that match between the two of them was the best match I've seen thus far. Um, so, I mean, I think Thunder Rosa com- continues to deliver every time oh. she's in that ring. Mm -hmm. just really, really delivering. Uh, Jamie Hayter being new onto the scene in AEW. um, I think she absolutely lived up to the moment. I I loved everything she brought to the match. I see her, if she continues down this, being a big name in both divisions. Um, And I hope so. I really enjoyed that match, Tommy. Did you, I don't know if we gave our predictions on who we think is going to come out, but with Thunder Rosa moving on, she's going to face Jade Cargill. We have Ruby Soho this week taking on Chris Statlander. Um, out of those four women, who do you think is uh, walking away uh, with that TBS championship? And who do you want also, if it's not the same person?
1: I mean, I want Thunder Rosa because I think she's the best out of the four there, of those four you mentioned. But I don't know. I have a feeling it's going to be Jay, maybe even Ruby. I think it's, kind of, it's a toss-up between those two. But I definitely, I think Thunder is the best. And I would like to see her, but... I, I may, mm, may more ro- Ruby, you know, being that she, you know, how she, she was like the big female acquisition
0: they had a few months ago and all that kind of thing. So I think it might be her. No, I hear you. You know, something about the way they're booking Jade just makes me feel like they're going to book her to win it. The only thing is, like, when I watched her match with, with Red Velvet, I thought it was pretty good. And I think Jade is continuing to take steps in the right direction. I just don't think she's there yet. Mm hmm. And like I know that they want to protect her record, I know they want to keep her undefeated, and I know that's a big thing for them. But I just don't think she's there yet. And I think a final like a Thunder Rosa Chris Statlander final would be so good. And to be honest, I think you need to have that title on someone who can be a, like who can really like wrestle and, and help elevate who they who they wrestle. Mm-hmm. I think I think Thunder Rosa makes the perfect sense too, man. I think every match that I see her in, I just I enjoy it, and it's not like oh yeah, it's never it's never bad. Absolutely, no, it's not. like never bad, and I feel like no matter who the competition is, it just seems that she's able to just elevate everything she's in. Mm-hmm. So we will see. Time mm-hmm. will tell, Tommy. Time will tell, but. Um, I thought dynamite was fun. It was on Thanksgiving Eve, which is kind of cool because the night before, you know, mm-hmm. big turkey day, big eating day. So it's always cool to watch a little bit of wrestling. Um, I guess going into dynamite, let me just pull up my little thing. I apologize, and I am ready. Okay. I mean, right, R- rampage. My bad. I had dynamite on my screen. So rampage. We had like a little undisputed error versus uh best friends.
1: Yeah. Oh, or cool.
0: we can't say that as of Matt Jackson. i mean, yeah. said it. Um Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Orange Cassidy, Wheeler Utah. I like. I guess now with Kenny Omega getting the shoulder surgery, which I guess we I don't know if we acknowledge that he actually dropped the AAA um, championship as well. Yeah. So he did drop it. Um, he needs to get surgery. The poor guy literally was what the champion of three different companies
1: yeah and he
0: had one good shoulder i think one good shoulder the guy this guy's move is the one-winged angel and the guy (laughs) literally is you know wrestling with one good shoulder um so with him out with the young bucks kind of you know in this you know in the elite but you know i guess haven't found their next thing that they're going to do necessarily um adam cole and bobby fish see them together natural fit Obviously, we saw them for years in NXT and they were great together. So, seeing them together kind of A&W, kind of almost like they're continuing a little bit, mm-hmm. which I kind of I like. Um, Absolutely. The whole point I was trying to get to with this is I like the pairing. I like the continuation of the pairing. They could have been, they could have tried to be too cute and keep them away from each other because, like, oh, well, they were the UE in NXT and now they're back again. You know, yeah. does AEW know how to write stuff? I don't yeah. look at it like that. I look at it as, like, you know what? They worked well together there. We're not stupid. We know what the deal is. We are mm-hmm. smart, and what we're going to try to do, and we're going to put them together. And I thought it was the right move. To be quite honest, absolutely, yeah, totally. That was the absolute right move. um In a Black Friday number one potential, uh actually well, a future title shot, number one, not number one contendership. And I'm a little nasally. I'm my allergies you're killing me. That's um I apologize to you and to everyone listening. Britt Baker took on Reho. Reho. Mm-hmm. Shit, Britt Baker has never beaten Reho in any AEW match. Um so this I thought was interesting when I saw this on the card before the actual show I was like it's not a title match mm-hmm. but if she wins she gets a future title match. We don't have a number 1 contender right now for Britt Baker. Mm. I think rio's going to win. Mm. I know it sounded crazy. I think she's going to win. And that's exactly what she did. She beat mm. the so Tom, you know it's when you see champions get pinned in non-title matches. You know it's kind of like what they do in WWE a lot, which kind of earns them that number one contendership match or that future title shot. Seeing this on Britt Baker, I know we went to like a whole big thing last week on Britt Baker where we see she's doing it and all these things like that. Does this hurt her at all? Is this just like a little, a little speed bump? Like what, do, what do you perceive of this? Um, and do you think Riho would be a good opponent for her because she's never beaten Riho before? So maybe this will be her next number one contender. Or next feud.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you said, maybe a little speed bump. Like you said, she never beat Rio and everything, so maybe like they have, a, they have a title match, and maybe this, this is her finally getting over that, you know, that hump, if you want to say whatever. She finally beat her, but I mean, for it to be on a nine, the non-title match, I mean, I don't think it hurt her too much. I mean, she's still the best, you know, women's wrestler on the title right now, obviously. So, I mean. I mean, give her like a little, give her a little, you know, um, let her go over a little bit, which, I, like you said, non title, not a big deal. So, I mean, if it keep, if she keeps continuing to lose, you know, like these non title matches or whatever kind of match, then maybe something's going on. But right now, I don't think it was a big deal. Personally, for me,
0: that's what I think. A lot yeah, of people listen. might feel me, but I don't think it was that bad. I completely, I I see what you're saying. I I agree. I think a little speed bump, a little adversity is always good for any champion. I think Baker clearly is the most electrifying woman (laughs) in AEW for sure. So to see her be able to have like a, you know, a little bit of a challenge, a little adversity, I think it's good for her. Right. It just keeps her, it keeps her hungry, keeps her moving. So I don't think it was that bad either, but Riho will get a future title shot and she may be the next feud for Britt Baker. We will see. Time Mm -hmm. will tell. Um, What I thought was pretty interesting is Eddie Kingston, Daniel Garcia 2.0 feud. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much around, you know, it, it. I saw the segment where they threw coffee in his face, kind of calling him, I guess, overweight, saying he hangs out in <laughs> catering. Eddie Kingston's like, yeah, I like to eat. It's good. <laughs> Makes me happy. Whatever, get out of my face. I'm from the streets exactly. of the Bronx or wherever he's in, in, uh, in New York or whatever. Um, so we get a main event this week of Daniel Garcia versus Eddie Kingston. Um, I thought actually it was a really good match to be quite honest. Uh, I enjoyed what it did. I thought it was good for, you know, Danny Garcia was only 23 years old, um, which is so young, so Mm -hmm. young. And to work with like a veteran, like Eddie Kingston, I thought was kind of fun. I liked the jabs that, um, 2.0 was taken to Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, you know, brushes it off. And then we have a little insertion of Chris Jericho. Now, mm-hmm. with Moxley obviously, obviously getting the help he needs and, and he deserves, and um, which is you know obviously so good, we hope for his his you know safety and 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 recovery. You know, personally, professionally, everything. Um, of course, yeah. We might see a little pairing of Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho taking on 2.0 with Daniel Garcia, honorary inner circle member, or just a little side feud for Chris Jericho. Yeah. Tommy, what do you think about this?
1: I mean, it was definitely a shock to see it. Like, wow, Jericho's coming out here. I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty interesting to see. But yeah, maybe like a little side thing he's doing because I mean, I don't think he has anything right now, right, Jericho. I mean, I think he's done with you know what's his what the hell's his name? The guy they uh, uh, Lambert drums. Lambert. Yeah, Dan, yeah thank topic. you. And, and those, yeah, and those guys. So ever since then, he really hasn't done much. So you know. Throw me with Kingston for a little bit here and there. I don't see the Harmon and two veterans. You know what they're doing, so we'll see. Who knows? Maybe at least a few with them. You know, down the line, something happens, maybe. But for now, I I definitely like it, and it was very surprising to see, it, which was cool.
0: Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. And I think, I think a little, I guess, what you say, uh, what do they call them, strange bedfellows of Eddie Kingston and Chris It yeah. could be yeah. kind of fun. Um, I think actually would be a pretty good time. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing what's gonna happen from there. Uh, I guess shifting to Friday Night SmackDown, Um, Brock Lesnar, he's Mm -hmm. no longer suspended, okay? He is no longer suspended. He will be on SmackDown next week on Fox. We will see the Beast for the first time before he, uh, I guess we appreciated seeing him F5 Adam Pierce a couple times. Well-deserved, in my opinion. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I love seeing that. So Brock Lesnar is on his way back and they actually had their own battle royal to determine the next challenger for the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought, to be quite honest, Jeff Hardy would have been great to win. Uh, I obviously was watching the match and I saw that Sami Zayn, of course, did not get eliminated over top rope. So clearly he was still in the match. But I'm thinking like, who is really credible for Roman Reigns on SmackDown and if you you know they're going to visit Drew McIntyre but they're waiting for like a bigger moment before they do Drew and Roman Um, who so I'm like you know what I'm watching who who I'm watching SmackDown I'm like Jeff Hardy even though I know he'll lose might actually be a pretty cool opponent for Roman Reigns Mm -hmm. instead we got Sami Zayn. yeah (laughs) I don't I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I,
1: don't, I don't think that's going to last too long because while that match was happening, you know, I'm, like you said, I'm looking at the guys. I'm like, all right, Hardy here, yeah, this guy, and I'm like, who who could go against you know Roman at this point? And then when we thought Hardy won, I'm like all right, you know, veteran, let him get like a little you know main event rub, whatever. And then Sammy comes and eliminates him, and I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And which I thought was going to happen when Caleb Braxton came in the ring. I thought maybe she going to like announce his name. Then we were going to hear Brock's music. And I thought he was going to come in as like the last entry or whatever. And then, you know, obviously kick the crap out of Sammy and he becomes the one contender. But obviously it didn't go that way, but he's coming next week. And you know, Sammy's definitely going to be the one contender. Maybe they have like a, quick match or something next week or so, something's going to happen and it's going to end up being Brock. But I mean, definitely, definitely weird to give it to Sammy there, but
0: you know, it is what it is at this I point. Thought so I thought so too. And to be honest, they were in North Carolina. What better way to pop to the crowd than giving your the, mm-hmm. the homeboy the win? And even yeah, though exactly. we know that Jeff Hardy's not going to win the title, we know that yeah. he's not the Roman reigns is the head of the table. We acknowledge him every week and I acknowledge him every day, but, it exactly. still would have been like a really nice thing to like kind of give back to North Carolina. Like, Hey, listen, we know we're here. It's convenient, but Jeff Hardy actually could be a good feud. So I'm a little bit surprised to be quite honest. And then also when you insert Brock Lesnar again, it's almost like it overshadows Sami Zayn. So what was the point of the battle? Royal? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Brock Lesnar doesn't have to qualify for matches. He, doesn't have to, he does what he wants. He's Brock Lesnar He's a beast. So exactly. it just, it just, again, confusing booking and stick with confusing booking. Tom, is Sasha face or heel? What? 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 Hey, what good question. What I, don't know, I don't know, dude.
1: Good question. Every week, I like go, all right. Is this week she heals, she had face? I mean, it's so confusing what they're doing with her at this point. I really don't know what's going on. It's really. I'm so happy you brought
0: that up because I was thinking the same thing watching it. I have no clue at this point. I'm watching the segment. I'm watching the interaction with her and Sonya Deville in the back, saying, "I was, I was the team captain. You screwed me. You didn't let me pick my team. Mm-hmm. Naomi should be on my team." And she's like. Well, if you like Naomi so much, you're going to team with her against Shayna Baszler and uh, and and Natalia. I was say Natalie, Natalia. Okay, good. And she's out here being a good teammate. They got the win. She's dancing in the ring. What like you don't need to be? I guess so clear, heel and face. But that's just what they do with her. Is just it's almost like Braun Strowman like it's and like it's so confusing
1: on what Mm -hmm. they're doing
0: with her i understand that with charlotte being the heel and you need a credible contender eventually having sasha be a face would make sense but she's also not the best face so make her look at make her randy just do the randy orton thing yeah not be a full-fledged heel not Um, be a full-fledged face be right in the middle depending on opponent and storyline that's how you determine how she's going to wrestle and play her character yeah but being so obvious with these yeah. kind of segments and interactions doesn't make a lot of sense, in my opinion. Doesn't ask, just, it doesn't have, yeah. It's so weird. So weird. And speaking of embarrassing, Tony Storm took a pie to the face twice. It felt like, 20 uh,
1: how many times? It was so stupid. I, I did not like that segment at all, didn't I? Unless they're painted off in the end with her. Again, Charlotte, I really thought that came out very stupid and uh, just I didn't like it because, I mean, she came up here from NXT with all this fanfare and look at that doing over. So I don't know if this is that way of hazing her or whatever you want to call it, but it just did not like that segment
0: at all. I thought it was dumb. I mean, I thought that she should have made the Survivor Series team to begin with over yeah. Natalia, at least. I like I the Leah there. I didn't want her to replace Aaliyah. I liked yeah. her there with Aaliyah, not Natalia. Um. OK, Tony Storm's on the team. Great. Does she have a good showing at Survivor Series? Ah, eh, She had her moments. Yeah. So why not follow up with a good win, a nice match, a nice one-on-one win. Yeah. After the match, grab the mic, call out Charlotte, have Charlotte on top of the ramp, have Tony in the ring after a really solid win. I was on the Survivor Series team. Yeah, we didn't win, but I was there. I came in here, I beat this person. I want you. You want new challengers? I'm right here, standing in front of you simple easy clean yeah. booking yeah. tony looks strong charlotte comes out she plays her role as she plays her role it works but this mm-hmm. charlotte flair coming out saying the shit she said pie facing tony storm twice felt childish oh. i felt awkward oh. i hated it yeah i didn't like it did not like it at all made it zero sense to me so you know it just yeah. i tell you man I, I i i'm sure it's hard to write storylines for a week to week, but can't you just like just think of six months? Think of think of a six-month period, right? Here's six months. We need to accomplish these bullet points in six months. Okay, now we figured out our bullet points. Let's figure out week to week how we tell these stories to get to these bullet points. Mm-hmm. It's not the craziest yeah. thing at all. I don't know, is it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, definitely not.
0: So I wish they would pay a little bit more attention. They clearly don't. Yeah. That was it's like high booking. I
1: mean, one thing they're good. The next thing that's like, what the hell? It's just
0: very odd. Very odd. The one thing I did like from SmackDown, at least was the pairing of Ridge Holland and uh, Sheamus. I think Sheamus is like almost match of the year candidate, every card that he wrestles on. And I think pairing Ridge Holland with him is a fantastic pairing. Tommy, I don't know how you feel about it, but I know Ridge has a lot of in-ring work to do, but I think from a character, mm-hmm. st- character standpoint, I think it's a really nice pairing. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean,
1: who else, to, who else to better learn from than Sheamus? I mean, the guy's done it all. And there's, what, how long has he been here? 12, 13 years? He's won this tile, that tile. won Royal Rumbles, Money in the Bank. I mean, there's no better person to learn from. So, definitely, definitely a good parent. and we'll see what happens with that. But, you know, and I, mean, I was happy to see Cesaro finally won a damn match. I mean, my poor dude, Cesaro, hey, he's like, it's so bad, man. I mean, what have they done with that poor guy? I really thought after he beat Seth at uh, WrestleMania, I'm like, all right, this is going to be the start of a nice run for him. Nope. Nothing.
0: So, of
1: you course.
0: know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> of yeah. course. Of course. The backwards booking, the question marks, yeah. and just what the hell they do week to week, I, it blows my mind. But, Tom, we are, we are journalists in this game. We have to report yes. on it. We have to give our opinion on it. And, unfortunately, this is the world of – well, their world of professional wrestling. Yeah. At least we have AEW. At least Exactly, we have yeah. But that was the week in wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Survivor Series, again, it was what it was. I think it had mm-hmm. good moments. It had uh, scratcher moments. It was fun to be there. Missed you, of course, being there. Mm-hmm. Wish Nick was there, of course. But we will all get together for um, a pay-per-view in person very soon. Absolutely, oh, um, yeah. You know, we'll definitely do that, no doubt about it. Um, oh, I want to shout out Ricky um, Ricky Vela, by the way. Ricky, by the way, I took your trick. Let me know if it works and only you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Rick, I, I caught up with Ricky Vela for um, the first time in a while and he gave me like a little tip. So I want to see if uh, he sees what I'm doing right now and see if it kind of works. So Ricky, shouting you out, bud. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Tommy, episode mm-hmm. 82. Mm-hmm. of the wrestling journal podcast. It was an absolute blast to just recap the week in wrestling with you. Always good to hang out with my bud. Um, where can you find us? Our social media is, oh, actually, I'm sorry. MVP. Mm-hmm. MVP of the week just popped into my head. Um, since I just dropped this on you, I'll go first. My MVP of the week, MJF. Mm-hmm. He did something in Punk's home state yes. of Illinois. And literally just went for it. And I loved it. And I appreciate it. It was bold. It was real. It was heelish. It was exactly what he had to do. And he absolutely delivered. MJF, you're my MVP. Tommy, who do you got?
1: I'm going to go on the other end of that. I'm going to go CM Punk, my MVP. Hey,
0: there we go. I love
1: what he said. He goes, "I did something no one else could have done. I shut MJF, MJF up without saying one single word." I thought that was perfect. I thought that was so good when he said that. So, yeah, you know, and
0: it, yeah. and it's a great pick because he was just so calm, cool, and collective mm-hmm. during that entire promo. And there was points where the stuff that MJF was saying were legitimately real yeah. hot points and yeah. and trigger points for Punk. And he sat there mm-hmm. as just as it, literally yeah. a veteran yeah. took it and yeah. just re- and responded back perfectly perfectly it was just absolutely fantastic so what a great moment i can't wait to talk to joey and nick about their this moment because i'm sure for them that that landed pretty well you know nick is a big mjf guy clearly you know (laughs) bad guy bad guy so they kind (laughs) of like each other kind of run in the same circle so and um you know i know joey loves a good promo um Mm -hmm. so definitely can't wait to hear the boys next week kind of uh weighing on that i'm sure we'll talk about it at some point but where do you find us on social medias at WrestleBuzz um with Reezy's on Twitter, at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook? Where can you listen to us, download us? Amazon. Ask your smart speaker. Play the latest episode of the Wrestling Journal podcast. Bam, she's playing it. Apple, Apple uh, Apple Podcast, yeah. Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere where podcasts can be uh downloaded, listened to, we are there. I totally forgot pro wrestling tease. Oh shoot. In, our, right, in yeah. our link tree. This is, why, this is why it's hard, right? We, we don't want yeah. to get something really quick. So please forgive, forgive me. It's my fault. Definitely not Tommy's fault. My fault today. Um, pro wrestling tees. We have our own WrestleBuzz t-shirt. It's sweet. I love it. It's awesome. I wear it. We love seeing people wear it. If you're wearing it, tag us on social media. We'll repost it. We'll shout you out with love. Thank you for supporting us. Where do you go to find it? Just go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash WrestleBuzz. If you don't want to feel like doing that, go to our social medias, right on our link tree. Either way, it is there there there. for you. Um, There have been great sales over the weekend. You could save money. I think it was 25% off this past weekend. I'm assuming Cyber Monday will still continue to have deals. So listen, if you're going to buy a shirt, this is the time to buy it. Don't pay full price. It's not worth it. Well, the shirt's worth it, but your your wallet will your wallet will yeah. thank you. And we appreciate you. So as always, I'm the professional NJ three, bad news Tom Canale. Everyone, thank you. Stay safe. Watch Pro Wrestling.